Welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast. I'm your coffee-infused host, Ashley Verma, and I'm here to share all my ups, downs, and all-arounds of being a mom to my gorgeous Adia, owning a fitness business called Define London, and truly managing being a unsingle single mom as we cheer on my husband and his amazing business in Uganda. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Is this a mic check? You heard that right. Uganda, and he is not doing the daily commute. So each week, I will be joined by a fellow inspiring, thriving, and surviving busy mumsy. We all need to take a deep breath together. We try, we navigate, and not be too hard on ourselves. I get it. I am human, and failures simply happen. I am not shiny, and I am never filtered unapologetically. I am, at its best and worst, busy mumsy. Hi friends, Ashley here and welcome back for another Busy Mumsy Chat. Today I am joined in conversation with Morgan and Alejandra Castellanos Sinclair. I came across their Instagram account, Two Moms in Motion, a while back. Yes, I was stalking. And I simply fell in love with the love. The power and the happiness they convey just pours off the IG squares. I am very excited to finally meet them and hear all about their journey to becoming parents. So let's dive on into this week's Busy Mumsy Chat. Morgan and Allie, welcome to the Busy Mumsy podcast. Thank Thank you you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Oh, drum roll, please, as you are nearing the terrible twos. But I but you want to rename it. That the terrific twos. (laughs) Terrific twos. I we're gonna rewrite the story. How is that working so far? Yeah, yeah. How how is that working for the two of you right now? Because maybe we're in different houses. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it just was not like that this morning. I can just see Allie like, no, no, that is not what I recall. But Morgan's gonna stand strong with this. You know, today was a good day. Today was a good day. No, she, she Most had a good days day. are. Yeah. yeah. She ha- she's a good kid. But yeah, we're learning, right? It's our first kid. So. Well, well, just so that I don't screw up the name, please tell our Busy Mumsy listeners, your glorious nearing two-year-old, what is her name? Aliyah. Aliyah. I love it. And Aliyah means? Happiness. Ah, and we all need happiness in our lives every day, even if it's like the worst flipped upside down day, we need happiness. Absolutely. So what made you come up with Alaya? Okay, let's just start by saying this might have been the most stressful part of pregnancy is trying to figure out the name of the child, especially in a two mom household. No, I don't think it was too much the two mom household. It was more a name that could be pronounced in English and Spanish. It's if beautiful. Yeah. So, so one day Alejandra was watching a movie and there was someone by the name of Alaya on it. And so I came downstairs and she's like, what do you think of Alaya? And I just paused and I was no, silent. I, yeah. I Google it. I did all the research. I know what it means and everything. Like I, I have to come strong. I couldn't be just like Alaya because she was difficult to convince. And, uh, and the thing about happiness is like uh, Morgan has a niece who called her happy all her life when she was growing up. So it was kind of a word that was really familiar mm-hmm. with the, yeah. 
right? You, you sold me on the meaning of the name for sure. I was like, sold. Oh, That's- I love it. No, it's 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 absolutely glorious. And I, I, I completely agree that finding the name is a bit stressful. And I actually can recall that I was just sitting, lying in bed actually, and not feeling so hot and was just thinking about names. And I had come up with a few different ones, but I, I started a Google search because I wanted something that was Hindi and had meaning to it to, in honor of my husband's side of the family. And, and I always knew that I wanted to have Adia's middle name to be my grandma Rose because Rose, uh, grandma Rose was like, a firecracker. So I wanted, I knew that that was going to be our middle name. So we, we can't, we, we had a couple of names that were, you know, front runners, but I just found Adia and meaning God's treasure. And I was like, this is it. And, and my husband, I think was still in shock that we were expecting. Yeah. <laughs> so he was kind of like, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Beautiful name though. Yeah. It is very beautiful. I've, I've, I love I, I love the name and I, I love her more. So let's dive back to the two of you. When did the when did you meet? When did you start your happiness journey before Alaya was born? Well, we're gonna keep a real happy tone yeah. and keep it and Alejandra's gonna tell the story. No, no. Actually today marks six years. Tag, you're it. Go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, today marks the uh, sixth year of our first date and our first kiss. Oh, so like you met in 2016. Correct. Yes. You know what? 2016 is a good year. Ricky and I got married in 2016. I moved to London in 2016. I mean, it was like, that was a love fest year. So it's very meaningful and powerful that the two of you got together in that year. Love's in the air. Love is in the air. Yeah, we met, we met through a dating app. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Morgan saw a picture of me before getting into the app. And, uh, and finally... Morgan, she- keeping it real. It's okay. It's keeping it real. Right? <laughs> I knew she was there, and I joined the app to find her. I nearly developed arthritis swiping. I mean, she had fun while she was developing it. But... I nearly <laughs> developed arthritis swiping, and then um, one day I came across her. I was like, months later, hey. right? Yeah. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. So mm-hmm. when did you you fall in love? You know that you, the two of you are meant to be. When did the like, oh, I want to have a child. Oh, I want to, you know, obviously spend my life with you. But like, you know, when did that kind of click for the two of you that you wanted to go down mommyhood route? I think individually we both wanted a family. But um, Morgan was a little bit more rushed toward it. So it was like the first week. She was clear with me. She was like, I want to have kids. And she said something really funny. Rudy. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's more like the part of the screening process, but I'm not so tactful about it. I'm just like very straightforward. Okay. And that's a downfall and also probably um, probably works for me too. I mean, look at us now. <laughs> but I, I was like, nervous. I was nervous when she said something because I was like, it was very recently, maybe not a week, but a month in. And I was like, and she say, I want to have kids. If you want to be involved, that's okay. If you don't, we can see how this works out. And I'm like, how it want to work out? Like, it's not going to work out. So it was like, or we have kids or don't waste your time here. I felt like it was that. And, um, and I got nervous for a, a few weeks, but we keep it going and look at us now. I actually was the one pushing for a life. Like, okay, well, it's time. Let's go. This is true. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, listen, I am... I, I love love. 
I love happiness. And I'm just a huge believer that a child deserves love, whether that be being raised by two moms, two dads, a sibling, a grandparent, the neighbor that ended up that had that needed to take over. I just believe that a child deserves love and all the building blocks absolutely possible. So for two powerful women that, you know, we live in a world that's never always so happy and accepting. How was it for the two of you navigating to find a surrogate to be powerful enough in your own skin to hold hand in hand walking down the street pregnant and with, you know, all the other questions that come with it, but go back to, you know, finding like those feelings. What, what was that initial feeling like for the both of you? So we're pretty blessed. I think when you said surrogate, you meant uh, sperm donor. Um, Sorry. But we have a very um, blessed and lucky and good fortune story. Um, We had actually, um, we used a a known sperm donor who's a friend of ours, and we had a few different options, um, which is very rare, but Alejandra attracts amazing people into her life. Um, so do you want to tell a story about, yeah, we have, yeah, we, yeah. How I asked, wow. Well, we were talking about it when I proposed something to myself, I want, I like, I wanted to be done. So I didn't took much time. I was in a party with my friend and we were outside for, for a smoke, I believe so back in the days. And I told him like, Hey, uh, Morgan, I are thinking about growing our family and well, we need some swimmers. And I was wondering if you want to be, if you want to help us. And immediately, he didn't even doubt it, didn't even ask questions. He's like, yes, I do it. And I'm like, really? Like, take some day, think about it. We can go after all eat and we can answer some questions. We can talk more about it. Like, okay, sure. And a week after we sit and he was, he has been gay since day one. He's an amazing person. Yeah, Game. Game, game. What did Game I say? from day one. Now, was he a part of the journey for for the two of you? Like, did, did you allow him to kind of go on the journey, or was it give us the swimmers and peace out? <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Um, he's he's traveling the world. Um, yeah. and he has been since before Eli was born. So, um, he's welcome to be like. I mean, he's kind of like. He's a good friend of ours, so he's, like a, he's, he's going to gonna... be part of my life when he's here physically. Yeah. Um, but not in like a parental role of any way. Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, would I have any, like, he's a really good friend, and I would love Alaya to meet. I know that even though we're their parents, sometimes he can be the curiosity of where I come from, and I would love if she have a relationship with that part of her. Uh, but more like a cool uncle, something like that. Uh, but I'm fine. He want to be part of his her life. Like, but it's up to them. Like, I really want for us our priority is Alaya and what she decides when she grow up. And and he's open to it. He's open to weigh and and he's open to meet her and have a relationship with her when she is ready for it. In the meantime, he's just gonna be a friend. Um, we don't wanna tell her that he's the donor until we think that it's the moment to do so. And then how did the two of you decide who was going to carry? Oh, well. There was a chronological. I mean, yeah. that, you know, I'm actually 10 years older than Alejandra. So it was just a strategic <laughs> move. Um, 
my clock was ticking a little closer to the end than hers. And so oh, we were- my, my, Mine is tick, tick, ticking away. <laughs> we both wanted to have the experience of caring at the time. Okay. Um, so I carried. And uh, she carried first. And I carried first. And I guess I'm carrying second yes. because she watched the delivery. No, just the delivery. No. Just the delivery. Like, oh my gosh, we've got a busy mumsy announcement. We've got baby number no. two on the way. No, but no, it definitely changed my mind of the fact of being pregnant. I think as a woman, we have that pressure social that you have to do it. And I wanted to do it. Like, I think it was a cool experience. But after I, like, it's a lot. And I think more than half, I, I don't know how to describe it, but she has a more patient personality that I do. And I saw what she went through and I know I don't going to be doing well. And it's like, I don't want to put my life through that if I have the option of doing it otherwise. And uh, I really suffer of anxiety. And I don't know if I can go through the thought of the delivery. Like I really think it will affect my health. No, I absolutely appreciate you being honest with that because women feel like they need to wear this badge of like, well, I have to have natural and I'll just hug the tree and baby will come out. And, and that's just what it is. And what do you mean you had a cesarean judge, judge, judge. And what do you mean you didn't do? I, I find that women especially have a hard time just being okay with the journey that they were given. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I applaud you for going, you know what? I am there for the support and I love, I absolutely love Morgan and I am there. And if she wants to have baby number two, I will also be there for it. But I am not the vessel. Yeah. She is. She's an incredible support. She does play that role very well. Yeah. But again, just to go off of being that huge support, how did that feel for you in the, like, you know, the first like day or two, Allie, when when Morgan is experiencing kind of like that more closeness because she has been carrying the child for, you know, nine, you know, nine months and, and going kind of like that bio, you know, that, that biological feeling, like how was it for you and the emotions for you because you didn't have the opportunity to carry? Yeah, no. And, and those feelings are definitely there. I don't want to lie. And also we were discussing baby number two and just, it's not going to be genetically, uh, the same as Morgan is going to be my egg, but we just discovered that because she's caring, the baby is going to be also more close to her. So it, 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 sometimes you get like that jealousy feeling. It's human, right? Like you want to be there and you're like, what if? Um, and I have thinking about it because I decided not to be pregnant. It's like I may not going to get to experience that, that attachment that happens so quick, right? And uh, But at the same time, I have a great relationship with Alaya now. And uh, yes, I don't want to lie. Morgan, it's clearly that Morgan is the first choice, but I know that if anything else, I'm there. And then the other day, for the first time, she wanted just to be with me. Like, I want mama, no mommy, mama. I was like, we're building that relationship. And that feels even more special because it's, it's not something that comes with us. It's something that we are both working towards. So I'm focusing on that and it really makes me feel great. In the beginning, it's, it's a learning process, I think. Matt, oh, oh gosh, every day is a learning process. But Morgan, did you have jealousy feelings at the beginning when it was handing your little bundle over to Allie? Because 
I had days and maybe it was because when we um, had Adia, we then went into lockdown. So we were confined already. And then like Ricky would take her and I was like, but and now she doesn't like me. And now we're not bonded. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a mentalist to begin with, but then you add that on top of it. I mean, I was like smoke out the ears and didn't know what to do. Did you experience any sort of jealousy? You know what? Um, I think we had a situation where Aliyah was, she had a very traumatic birth. And so she, what I think was very uncomfortable and uh, she had, was colic. So um, it was more like, can you take her and I'm going to run out that front door and go back to work now. <laughs> but it was like, uh, we need our space. Like there was, was like, okay, your turn. Now your turn. Now your turn. It was like very stressful, but I do know what you're referring to because I remember when she was like three months old, Alejandra's mom came here at like a month, month and a half and like saved the day. And we, I feel like the clouds opened up and life kind of re returned, energy returned. And she was so helpful. Uh, she was visiting from Venezuela for like eight months. Um, and I remember when she came here, like, obviously she's like, this is her first grandchild. She's super excited. And every time we went for a walk, she'd like push the stroller and whatnot. And there were times where I was like, can, can I push the stroller? So, so I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I mean, in the first, the first month, month and a half was just like, oh man, it was all a blur. It was, it was her like, because it was just the two of us. It was mm -hmm. COVID too. Nobody was allowed here. We're not the best person in the kitchen. So no food around. So you can imagine the whole thing. It was like plus two dots. So it was an adjustment process. I was like, and she was crying like four hours straight sometimes. Because so he's a colicky baby. So, yeah. yeah. You know, this is so crazy that you're bringing this up now because um, I have my mom visiting um, and we were talking about, we went for a long walk today and we were talking about myself and my brother as babies and how different we were. And my brother was very much a colicky baby. And she goes, you know, there's just, there was, there's more support today than there was back then. She goes, I would call the hospital in tears and they would just tell me to go get in the car and drive, drive around until he stopped crying. She goes, it was three in the morning. I'm not going to go jump in the car and start driving around Moundsville. Like we did, we did it <laughs> more than once. So yes. I was talking about 1979 and ladies and gentlemen, we're in 2022 and they are still giving the same advice, drive. Yeah. <laughs> Keep driving. <laughs> well, for the two of you now, you know, nearing the terrible happiness of all the confetti of twos <laughs> for, you know, where you are now, what have you found at, about yourselves through this journey that you were like, whoa, where did that come from? High five to me. Do, do you have an answer? No, oh my one. gosh. I'm way more patient than I thought yes! I was. Holy jumping. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I feel like um, just like in the last couple months, like there was this moment where I just thought, you know what? Every time she has like a breakdown or something, it's literally, I feel like she can't communicate or we're not understanding her and that's quite clear. So it's sort of frustration. So my frustration going back at her isn't gonna help. So I'm gonna have to take a breath. Alejandra says, breathe. So mm -hmm. I always tell myself, okay, oh, Ali, you are so calm. You breathe. are so calm. And so, <laughs> what'd you say? 
Um, anyways, so yeah, so I just find that like I'm I'm more patient than I thought I was, and it's trickling into other parts of my life now. Like I feel more calm driving, I feel more calm at work, I feel more calm doing certain things just because I'm already like digging deep for that patience and like kind of just shining a light on it. Oh, I I I agree with you on that. I actually found that I had way more patience than I ever and also the ability to planning. I, I actually like before I was like, oh, yeah, I'll remember it. But no, memory went out the door. So I'm very much like book at hand, writing the notes, got the post-it notes, like everything or leaving myself a voice note so that I know what's what. So I feel like I'm way more structured now, even though everything around me is chaos. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely something we've had to step up our game in as being or more organized for sure. And do, do you guys just like, is it you both want to be doing everything together or do, or do you like, are you like kind of, no, you, you got this, you've got that, delegate, delegate? We're, well, we're pretty much a team. So depending on the situation the day, if we have time to do it together, we usually use that, but we have pretty busy life and two dogs. So we usually break the duties in. Okay, and yeah. Do you want to shower her? I'm going to walk the dogs. No, I walk the dogs, you shower her. So it depends how we're feeling it. But I think we're pretty balanced. Like, it's not one thing that I always do or one thing that more than always do. It's whoever feels like the day. Mm-hmm. We're asked, do we have like certain roles? Like guess some... Some partners, par- uh, people who parent together, they have like their different roles and ours are very like, yeah, they kind of move with the day and they adjust and we don't really have specific roles. Well, you know what you just touched on, Allie, and I- I've never actually had a conversation with anyone yet. And I know that you two are huge dog lovers and have two, two rescue dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I-, I have one little bundle of joy named Baxter. He's a sausage dog. And um, he's uh, from Texas, and um, we love him to bits. Uh, he he was not a rescue. My my husband drunkenly bought him after a boozy brunch in New York online and flew him from Texas to New York. I mean, I yeah, I'm just gonna put that one out there for all to hear. But how was it introducing Baby of Joy to the dogs and kind of like? making the, the household all safe and sound because it can be, it can be a tricky one. I mean, I've got a small dog and he's, he, he's a bit like, he can get jealous going back to that for a second, but he has those moments and it's like, it can be very tricky. And for anyone that's expecting and going, Oh gosh, I'm attacked. I'm attached to my dogs. How am I going to introduce happiness into the household? Okay. So um, first off, just like we wanted to make sure we set everybody up for success, not just the dogs, but also Alaya and ourselves. And so, I mean, there's a few different tactics that people recommend, like, you know, before you bring the baby home, bring something that smells like the baby into the house. We didn't do that because it was an emergency. Like, no, it wasn't time. There was no time. No, it was yeah. not time. So we came home and um, Alejandra and I both took turns coming into the house just to deal with the excitement of you've been gone for a couple of days. And then we went back out to the car where our friend was with Will, with Aliyah uh-huh. and brought her into the house once they've calmed down. Yeah. Um, and originally, I think they were still just more excited about us. Yeah, about us. They didn't pay much attention. 
they kind of smelled her a little bit, but didn't pay much attention. After the days passing and they saw us paying attention to the baby, not much jealousy, but no. But over over time, we have two the two dogs. The bigger one is more shy and reserved. He's a street dog from Mexico, and um, so we've always just kind of like he doesn't like unpredictability, and that's why some dogs don't get along with kids is because they're right. uncomfortable with things being unpredictable. The other dogs is a Texas rescue. Yeah. And uh, she just instantly was like, what, no, is, what is this? I think that in the beginning, no. After when Alaya started moving, they, that's when Ariel started being more jealous and like uh, and grounded a little bit. And after Ariel just changed and just completely fell in love with Alaya and Alaya is her little thing. Mm -hmm. But I think it was like four different stages before we arrived to that moment. Yeah. From my point of view. It took time. But yeah. like safety was definitely our number one priority. So we, till this, like just recently, we will not, like, we, well, we never really leave her unattended anyways, but we've got baby gates at the top and bottom of the stairs. So if we know she's going to be playing or running around, or if there's a friend over guests, the dogs are on a different level of the house. Like we're just going to yeah. set everyone up for success and not even allow for opportunities to go wrong. Um, I think, you know what, it's interesting because it can be overwhelming to have a baby and dogs. And I yeah. think during that overwhelming, especially when you're lacking sleep, you're dealing with colic or, or like and it's winter time. sleep training or whatever, mm -hmm. there's people who just give up their dogs. They're like, oh, I've got a baby, got to give up my dog. But I just want to say like, because I do, I, both of us volunteer with the rescue as well. And we see this, it's, it is hard. It's not easy, especially if you don't have a fenced yard like us, um, but you get through it. And um, you just need to be mindful and set those boundaries for the dogs, for the baby, which is oftentimes a missing link. People let them, the baby crawl over all over the dog and expect the dog to take everything. Um, there needs to be boundaries for everyone, including uh, the adults too. So just focusing on setting everyone up for success, for the introduction and for like living in each other's spaces and respecting one another is just like so essential. Yeah, I think it's the responsibility. Yeah, no, it, 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 I mean, we had moments. I, I mean, you just said it about the first thing that people think is I have to give my dog up. And we had some moments and then we just like, okay, let's ground ourselves. It like take a deep breath with Adia, try to sit, have him smell, hang out, take him for a walk. I mean, it's, it's then retraining the other child in the house or, you know, for your, for your sake, you had, you know, two, two pups. So, it, you know, it's always like fingers crossed, you know, just like how we embrace the day. And now for the two of you nearing, you know, her second birthday coming up and all the exciting things of more walking, more words and talking and potty training. <laughs> Oh, it's exciting. It's so exciting to buy that. You just got? <laughs> it we was started... like an inversion or no? You know what? It, it, it was very exciting to buy that toilet for Adia. But let me tell you, she kicked it. She she swat at it. We had to hide it because if she would see it, she would cry. I mean, we went through all of the potty stickers. She ate all the chocolate. I mean, so <laughs> we, we tried and then we stopped. And we tried and we stopped. And... Yeah, so I'm hoping that she's going to be potty trained by three. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so we just, um, so a lot, so yesterday we, we received the toilet, Alejandra put it together. I came home from work. I got excited because when you flush it, it makes a, a sound like a toilet flushing sound. Mm-hmm. So cool. So Alejandra put it upstairs in our bathroom. And this morning when I went to the bathroom, Aliyah came in, she pointed at it and said, poo poo. I was like, yeah. wow. And then she went to sit on it. And I was like, yes. And then when she stood up, she flushed it. And I was like, this is great. Things are going in the right direction now. Just use it. So I decided to take her diaper off and I was like, maybe we can give it a try. And so she just stood there flushing it and peeing on the floor <laughs> as she flushed it. I was like, that's not how it works. We got a ways to go. That's okay. It, it, and it is okay. There's, there, there's no pressure. And I felt at the beginning that there was pressure. And then I finally put my Instagram down of scrolling through all the people and all their fabulousness of being able to train their children. And I think to myself, I am 41 years old and I can potty on my own. So Adia is going to be okay. I made it and my brother has made it. We she'll figure it out at some point. I think this is like the general advice for most um, older parents, like more parents who have mature children is like, at the end of the day, we're all figuring it out. We're, you know, like, in their own time yeah there's a lot of things that i'm still impressed with myself that i end up doing and 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 that sometimes is brushing my teeth during the day because (laughs) come on you you have to admit that you have definitely brushed your teeth at two o'clock in the afternoon because all hell broke loose (laughs) it can be crazy yeah yeah, for sure Oh my gosh i i mean i i still and and ricky my husband will actually i'll be on the phone with him he's like did you brush your teeth today? And I was like, you know what? I had a really good morning. Thank you very much. And I definitely brushed my teeth at seven this morning. Thank you. So there. You nailed it. That's a good day. Nailing life. How are you two going to nail life and present Aaliyah into a world that isn't so kind and isn't so generous with, you know, same-sex couples and racial issues and, 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 and everything under the sun. It's just not a nice world, right? How do you have a game plan now? Are you taking it as it comes? Because the confidence that the two of you exude, the love that the two of you exude is fireworks. And I can only hope that the bubble wrap around your family just withholds. But what is your game plan? Because we all have to have a game plan, right? Alejandra's amazing because she actually had since Aliyah, even before she was born, she's talking about these things and talking about strategies and, and wanting to communicate through them. So we've had a lot of conversations about this. So, yeah, well, the first thing is communication for sure. We're going to, we are very open and we're going to be like that with Alaya. Uh We don't want to be hiding anything. She's going to know where she comes from. She's going to know how everything was done. Uh, we're gonna expose. We want to expose her to a, a lot of family like us, so she know that she's not alone. While she face uh, moments not so nice, mm-hmm. another kid bullying or saying things because of the family she has. So we just want to do everything that we have in our hands to know to make her feel normal, and uh, she knows that whatever other people think is not a, a main life changer for her. So we recently read an article about um, these this research that was done with adult children of two same sex parents. 
And those individuals, there's a common denominator with the feedback they were given about their experience of having two same-sex parents, which was they actually had a great experience, but the damper was the outside world with the bullying and the name calling and people, you know, making them feel bad about their living situation at home. And so they all had the common denominator, yeah, was the feeling of loneliness and that they wish they had been exposed to families like theirs. And so that's definitely a priority of ours. And one of the great things about having our um, Instagram page to Mom's Emotion is that we've been able to connect with so many families like ours. And we actually have like a couple communities within our page um, and group chats and people that we've actually met on Instagram and and then met in person and there's more to come. So we're excited because our world's actually expanded because of it. So we, we live in Toronto, which is a pretty open, diverse community. Like we're right here in the heart of it. Um, so like physically day to day, we have a really good situation. Um, but now just being able to expand it worldwide is, is pretty incredible. And so what can you advise for that couple that really wants to have a, a child and, and, and they question if they can, you know, create that safe space. Like what, what were like the non-negotiables for the two of you that you knew that, that diving into this commitment was like part of the game plan and what, what could you help advise for that, you know, wanting a family? Well, we're still like I, I think we're still discovering that. I think we, we because we want to move at some point in our life to a warmer country, and that may that means maybe not a country who is so open mind. So one of the things that wasn't a compromise for me at the moment was to leave Toronto because Toronto is this safe, safe place, but life changed and priorities change. So. Um, we also want our daughter to be in an environment where she can enjoy more the outside, be more active. So, you know, putting things in the balance. Um, I think it's important for us to be around people who are open and, and accept us. I want she to be, even if it's in another country, at least to find a community that accept us for who we are, and have friends, have a community, because I feel community also feel family. My family is all back home. So my friends here and my community are my family, and I want that for Alaya. Uh, I don't know anything. Else. One one big non-negotiable was um, even before, you know, we went started the process of getting pregnant. Alejandra was like, "It's very important non-negotiable that Alaya, we're not going to hide anything from Alaya. She's from the get-go. From we're reading books, is you know, you've got two moms and there was a donor." Like there's, there's nothing, one day she's going to ask what's a donor mean, but it's like from the get-go, there's like, it's a stork didn't drop you off at the front door. And, and that was so important when we picked the donor because we had some options too. And one, another option were like, no, did you want to tell her? And like, yes, they didn't feel comfortable with that. And for me it was like, no, whoever we choose has to be somebody who is comfortable and open to be in her life if she decides to, but I have to give that to my daughter. Like that's something that was never negotiable. Well, keep doing you and I'm going to keep on watching and supporting. And I, I just feel like I'm a part of your community, you know, and, and I, I, I love that you just all explode with love and gratitude and acceptance of each other. And it's such an important way to lead 
And I can only hope that there are no, you know, in the future issues that you really have to face that, you know, that the world just, you know, gets their shit together, um, just (laughs) wakes up and just becomes a bit more accepting because if, if anything, we're all trying to get through each day together. Right. And so why not make it be supportive? So it's a bit easier. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. But it contributes and makes it easier. Yeah. Morgan and Allie, thank you so much for coming on the Busy Mumsy podcast. Thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Well, so oh, you guys rock. You guys rock. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Busy Mumsy podcast. If you have enjoyed this week's show, then please, please give it some extra love wherever you download your podcast and give it a five-star rating, a high five, a kickball change, a yes, yes, go Busy Mumsies. And don't forget, you can find out more information about this week's guest, what we discussed, and everything else related to the world of Busy Mumsy by clicking the link in the show notes down below.